what if someone told you there isn't just one world? What if they told you that your reality isn't the only one? What if they said that there are infinite realities, infinite Earths, infinite versions of yourself, all just a little bit different? What if they gave you the chance to explore them all? Welcome to Otherware, and welcome to our heroes. Pete Beck, a.k.a. Aaron Riley, former supervillain and social media celebrity, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where he's trying to step out from under his own shadow and forge a new future. Juniper Junie Haraway, an inexperienced sorceress with explosive magic, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where the loss of her grandfather and his magical expertise makes spell-slinging as the superhero mystic all the more challenging. Catherine Cat Slain II, a seasoned dimension traveler and daughter of the supervillain Transition, drifts in from Dimension 78341, Arcadia, an apocalyptic world being overtaken by supervillains. Phantom, formerly Noah Wilson, the ghost-like dimensional traveler, drifts in from Dimension 16209, a beautiful nature's paradise that evolved from a terrible world disaster. Quintessential hero, the naturally blue-haired not a protagonist, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, a world where he's trying to live a normal life surrounded by far too many heroes, villains, and expectations. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, a corporate-created hero, drifts in from World 60910, where superheroics are televised, sponsored, and largely risk-free. Blackness, rich and soft as velvet, deep and dark and endless, the multiverse stretching backward and forward and on into infinity. Come closer. This time, the band that separates itself from the twining ribbon of worlds is bright, neon. It glitters, pinks and greens and oranges and yellows flashing like stars or precious gems. Closer. Move in, down through the atmosphere into a thick layer of clouds, themselves flashing, reflecting and fragmenting color and light, muting it into static like bad TV reception. Closer still. Underneath the clouds, it's a city of lights. Billboards displaying animated advertisements. Huge TV screens mounted to the sides of the buildings, playing an endless stream of visual noise. Skyscrapers twisting upward in impossible shapes, each glowing with its own blend of colors. Bright lights of cars darting through the streets like incandescent insects. Drones flickering through the air, catching some fragment of reflection and magnifying it threading their way between cars and buildings and billboards like fireflies, their cameras recording every frantic movement of the people below them. Metro Paseo, California, World 60910. On the sidewalk, crowded between a dancing bottle of pancake-flavored soda advertising a cell phone accessory and repair shop, and the street filled with a constant flickering stream of cars, stand two groups of teenagers. One is an awkward band with mismatched clothing and inelegant postures, huddling together as if afraid they will be torn away from each other. In the center of the group, a tall girl with her eyebrows drawn together in a scowl of concentration holds a black box with an LCD screen and flickering red lights. The other group has arranged themselves in a picture-perfect tableau, showing their coordinating costumes and graceful bodies to the best advantage. They hold the pose for a moment, then a dark-skinned girl in a green and white outfit steps forward, holding aloft a green and white sword. She scans the incongruous team, then pushes the sword aloft and shouts, Look up! Your eternal defenders will save the day! Uh... There seems to be a scheduling error. This threat is from our nemesis. Can you call your manager and check in, please? Uh, 
Can you just hit the button again, Cat? Just, just hit it again. No, no. You, you could, and I'd really hate you. Just as a GM, I would kill you. Dead. <laughs> End of series. Uh, hi. We're not part of this. We'll just wait over there until you're done. Those of you that come from, actually, all of you would know the girl that's in the green and white uniform. She actually is somebody you recognize from your home dimension. She in the home dimension is a hero known as Silver Mask, who is a teenager like you all and has powers that have that make her super strong. And she's very well known as one of Aegis's successes. She's smiling like your Silver Mask never does. Yeah, uh, you know, the the manager, you guys are who are you? Not important. We're just gonna go over there. That's all right. Yeah. Yep. Everyone over there. Out of the way of these people. Let's go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let the professionals work. Y'all, you, you guys have fun. As so you just sort of shuffle off to the side. Yes. <laughs> Introduce your character, Rain. Tell me what he looks like. So one of the members of the group dressed very similarly to the rest of them, but his color scheme is blue with pink accents, is standing with the team. The, the, the girl in the silver or green outfit sort of shoots a look at him like he's supposed to do something about this, then look back at you, back at him, and then, okay, we will talk about this later. We have some things to take care of first. And at that point, all of you realize that there is sounds of destruction. Y'all may want to, like, move further away than that. Right, yeah, absolutely can do. Guys, what the, what the absolute fuck? There's not a lot of space on this sidewalk. Most of the space where you are, there is advertisements basically taking up every square inch. And between the advertisements are lots and lots of CCTV cameras. You alternate between selling you something and surveilling you. But you are able to find a little corner. God, I hate this place. Have you been to this one before? Yeah, it sucks. It's too bright, too hot. You told me about this place. I don't think it's as bad as the way you described it before. So do all of the dimensions suck? Because that's kind of what it seems like. No, 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 no. Trust me. Oh, I just had bad luck. There's plenty of wonderful, fantastic, amazing dimensions. Why else would I travel? This isn't one of them. As you say that, around the corner of one of the giant skyscrapers comes an enormous creature. It takes a few seconds for you to realize it's like a two-story tall ferret with dripping fangs and like poofed up fur. And it's like you take that adorable little ferret and you stretch it out and make it big and give it rabies. That's what you have right there walking around the corner. Oh, God, we got a kaiju ferret. Yeah. The team that you had been, uh, the other ones, the people that are actually look like they know what they're doing, or at least they match very well, launch themselves into the air I have very strong Power Rangers vibes here where you can see like the, the, the Rangers in costumes sort of jumping and little flashes of light swirling behind them. Jumping over the camera. Exactly. And you end up with like these little trails of light and you see them launch themselves toward this giant ferret who is tearing holes in the buildings with his nails. Except that's one thing. They don't actually tear holes in the buildings. You see scrapes develop along the sides, but it's like they're reflecting almost off and, and being deflected. So no actual real damage is being done here. Oh, that's convenient. Holy shit, it's a show. Yep. It's fascinating. This is all a show, guys. This is this is crazy. So um, are there any civilians around that probably need to be shuffled off, or are we just going to go watch this? Yeah, 
there are people on the street. It's a pretty even split between people that are watching this this conflict, like standing well back, but staring up at it and they got cameras up, recording it with their, their cell phone cameras. A couple people are getting selfies with it. And then the other half, the, the, seem to be the, the slightly older people are uh, doing their business as normal. They're going into shops. The, the people that look like sort of older grownups, but like teens, kids through early 20s are mostly keeping an eye on what's going on and, and watching like this is i don't know um like bullfighting or something hey shouldn't everyone be running over this way further away from the kaiju ferret this way come on are you saying that to them directly yep I, i'm yelling at them to leave so mostly they ignore you but one uh one guy turns we're watching it they haven't had a good fight in like Oh, I don't know. The last one was the alligator, and that went really fast. Quint. This looks like it's shaping up pretty good, so shut up. You're going to get on the recording. Quint. He turns his camera back up. I really don't like that. Quint. It's all a ruse. We can't just leave them here if there's a giant ferret trying to eat everyone. We're not actually fighting the ferret. We're just doing this for entertainment. When you say that, do you mean that this isn't a real ferret or it's just not really doing anything? Oh, it's a real giant ferret. It's just not doing anything. I don't know whether to be alarmed or amused. And it's a mix of both right now. And I'm not sure which one's winning. Also, it's not our place to interfere. I know after what happened, but some you have to learn that some people just, they're used to this. So as you guys are having this conversation, there is above you going on a really incredibly dramatic looking battle. Uh, the the team that you were looking at, they all have different themed colors, of course. So you have a green blur and a pink blur and an orange blur and a purple blur. And they all seem to either be able to fly or something similar to fly. And they all trail like fairy dust sparkles after them when they move. So that you're getting this kind of weaving together of light trails as they fight this ferret. It's way prettier than the creature that they're fighting. Aaron starts filming this. Rain, do you want to tell anything about how you're experiencing this battle from your point of view? Yeah, we're fighting from multiple sides to try and distract the ferret away from the people who are witnessing and spectating it. Basically, it's like hummingbirds or wasps fighting the thing um, up in the air, moving very quickly, uh, doing, uh, as far as anyone can tell, very little damage, but keeping it contained. It seems like the battle goes on for a little while. It's one of those things where fight scenes take longer to talk about than they take to actually happen. This one is like in movie time. It's taking longer to happen than it would to write about it. After about five minutes, some of the crowd starts to get a little distracted and drifts away. You hear over here a couple of people talking to each other. Yeah, they were really cool, but I'm starting to think that they're losing their touch. I mean, they have the same gimmick over and over. Another person chimes in. Yeah, giant animals, giant, it's all the same thing. Like, they should learn something new or get a better nemesis or something. Wait, is their nemesis a giant ferret? Are you saying that aloud? Yeah. So the, the person that's walking by you turns and looks at you. Don't you follow? No, come on. Giant, that would be stupid. Just, just assume that we're new here. Oh, like, okay. So he turns and he was very like, this is something he does. So he's looking at you. So how much do you want to know? Like, do you have their trading cards? Oh, shit, yeah. And he digs around in his pocket and pulls out. Okay, I only have three of the four, but I have the group shot. So he shows you one that's got the whole team posed. And uh, I'm assuming it's in like holographic foil. Oh, yeah. And actually holograms up off the, the thing. Okay, that's impressive. 
I'm still trying to get Dawn's. I mean, she's the hardest one to get, you know, they're trying to make the rarity for like the personalities. So like the ones like uh, Rain, you got tons of him. He's all over the place. But Dawn, hardly any. So uh, the, the filler character. Got it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I just get really into this. I've been collecting since I was. No, no, I, I, I totally get it. I used to collect Pokemon cards just like this. Pokemon? Are they another hero team? Oh, my God. Let's go with yes. Oh, my God. No, I'm with them. What's Pokemon? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the, the guy is still standing there. Look, okay, I, I, I actually, I got to get back to class. We're, we're doing a, a an on-site for defending. Anyway, you don't care. Yeah, no, their their nemesis is not a giant ferret. That is the worst idea I've ever heard. And I, as he's talking, I'm going to pump up his excitement to talk about us. Okay. To really get him everything that we need to know about these guys. Do you have something you need to roll here for this? It's an empathetic attack. Yeah. So roll unleash. Full hit ten. Nice. So I'm trying to pump them for information. We'll we'll not make you listen to his poor babbling excitement about this. He lays out that this is one of the, the city's local teams. Uh, they, they, don't, they haven't gotten a whole lot of visitors lately, so it's like the Eternal Defenders have been doing everything and we're getting really bored. Anyway, this is not their nemesis. Their nemesis has a gimmick of making giant animals. She makes things big and that's who they fight. Oh, okay. So we got a Rita Repulsa. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. But he, he's very, he, he gets bored when he's talking about the villains. He really pumps up when he's talking about the, the team. But then he also tells you that they've been around for a while and people are kind of getting over their, they need to reinvent if they want to stay relevant. But he's a true fan and he's been there for the beginning and he would totally go do anything to get to shake their hands. Got it. Uh, what kind of record do these guys have? Uh, should we be worried or? Oh, Rain, how, how, how are you guys? Are you good at what you do? We're really firmly like B team. We don't handle anything much bigger than the, uh, not, you know, bigger as in bigger animals. But we we don't handle particularly bigger threats than anything like this. But we do, um, generally speaking, succeed as heroes. We win the day. While you guys are talking, you start to realize all of you start to notice that it's getting darker. All the lights that have been flashing, it's like a cloud is going over the sun slowly, but it doesn't seem to be coming from the, the fighting. It just seems like everything is starting to, the darkness is starting to leach the color out of the air. Uh-oh. Huh. Is, so is this normal? Uh, the guy is looking up. Uh, this is not in their standard. Maybe they're, maybe they're doing something. Goggles are going down and Aaron's, Aaron's powers are starting to rev up a little bit. The lights are starting to glow. You know, he's doing the little low thrumming hum. The guy actually, at this point, the crowd actually seems a little concerned and people are starting to look up and kind of move faster. I'm watching the fight right now because I figure that's where whatever's happening is happening. Yeah, Kat's going to step out more into the street. I'm watching the sky. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to look wherever the general populace is looking or avoiding looking Got at it. Quint's not looking at anything in particular. His head's on a swivel. It gets darker and darker and you start to see sort of in between where there's the ferret and there's the little hummingbird lights of the team there's a mass of clouds it looks like if you see um like cloud formations turning into thunder and fast forward that is starting to sort of roil in between them uh rain how did your team react to this threat here 
We're very focused on the active threat, though we are very clearly like starting to get distracted from it. The the pursuit of the the, the actual diving and the ferret itself seems um, to not really be paying a lot of attention. It, it's acting like an animal if there's rain, whatever, no big deal. This continues to happen, though. Cat, uh, you roll an assess just for this, please. You're the only one that has a chance of knowing what's going on. Uh, a surprise 10. Nice. This is, it's hitting off some stuff in your memory that you've, you've never seen, but you've heard about. You thought it was an urban legend or a traveler legend of this group of people that travel between dimensions killing people, but it's just enough where it's just kind of pinging at your, your this is what they've said to do, but you didn't, you, again, you didn't think they were real. So, but the clouds get more and more and more. And finally, you can actually see sort of standing in the center of these clouds on some sort of platform with with flashy lights that looks like granite with lights in it, a uh, a figure in a deep, deep cowled hooded robe, very um, stereotypical, like evil monk is standing in there and sort of his head keeps is swiveling between your group, the defenders and the giant ferret. And he's just kind of, or they're just kind of looking around not currently doing anything, but their cloud seems to be actively sucking the light into it. Cat's going to get her spear ready. Cat, should we be worried about this? Yes. All right. Fun. Cool. If he's an asshole, I'm getting ready to blast. The defenders don't quite seem to know what to do with this. It's in between them and their target, but they do, they're, they're sort of working around it. Like that's not their problem. Uh, you can, anybody that's paying attention to the actual fighters can see that they're, they're starting to get these really confused expressions and looking over at the green dressed one, like, are, are we supposed to be doing something else here? Um, you can hear also see that there's some chatter happening between them, but obviously you're too far away to hear it. As soon as this guy does something, I'm going to just unleash a long distance blast on him. Like a focused beam of sound that kind of erupts into a burst when it hits. Cat's going to teleport over there. Where? To where the guy is? Yeah. Perfect. So you're trying to get to him, like, on his little platform? Uh, not on the platform, but definitely, like, nearby. Can you fly? Isn't he up in the air? Ah. I could lift you up there. I could lift you up in my arms and take you up. Uh, yeah, onto a platform then. I thought he was lower down. He's at about rooftop height where he is. So he's like like halfway up the ferret. Yep, she'll uh, teleport onto a platform. Yeah, I actually, because of that, I do want you to roll, I think. Roll Unleash for that. You're going to get up there, but I want to see how much complications we get to give you. A lot. So you teleport up there, and your feet, it's strange. The, the terrain that, like, that your feet hit, it doesn't feel completely solid. You realize you're sort of sinking into it. And as you look at the robed figure, they are, well, the, the, robe, the, the robe itself seems pretty like a standard rough monk robe, but then the figure turns their face to you and inside the hood is that, like that, that creature you saw back in Rancho Paseo Prime, that vibrating, buzzing, visual noise figure is what you see inside this hood and it's looking straight at you. Well, I think they're different than the one I met earlier. It, for a long minute, looks at you and then you can see a dark space in its face open like it's about to say something and from the side comes a giant swipe of claws and rakes across both of you trying to bat you out of the air 
So directly engage for me or defend or whatever you're going to do. If you're going to defend, defend or yeah, but you're going to get tried to get slapped by a ferret paw. Yeah, that sounds like something cat would directly engage. Awesome. Go ahead and roll that. Oof. Poor ferret. That's okay. What you going to do? We're going to resist or avoid their blows and we will frighten the opposition. Uh, so as the swipes coming in, cat just quickly teleports up into the air, falls down, swipes at the paw, giving it a nasty gash along the back of it, diverting it half away from the, the figure on the platform. Okay. And then uh, just quickly teleports back uh, up onto the platform. Rain, your team has been aided in battle now by a mysterious member of another team. What do you guys, how do you respond to that? All of a sudden you have a, an unexpected ally. Probably, I imagine, the leader would try to disincentivize anyone from joining in and trying to steal our screen time. Kat, in, in response to this, you, you do get your teleport, you knock the hand out of the way, but then there's a pink blur that comes in between you and the paw. And while you're the one that did the action, the sparkly bright lights make it look as though it sort of shields from view the fact that you were the one acting and reclaims that attention back to them. The weird thing is the figure on the platform, the claws actually appear to have got him, but they went through his body. So there's some little holes in the the robe, but not as much. It's like it, you could see it pass through him like he's smoke. I'm sorry, still a non non-descriptive figure, like there's smoke. And then they hmm. burn back up again. But as that paw and the pink lights and everything, everything gets really confused for a few minutes. And the people on the ground, what you're seeing is blurs of light, smoky stuff. And then the giant ferret reach in with its head, like it's going to take a bite and get all, at least some of these people in that bite. You see that happen. It's like in slow motion for a minute. And then there is a brilliant flash of light. Uh, Cat, please roll a powerful blow for me. Oh, no. Oh no. What would you like here from your from your list of options? Run, lose control, do more. Go to choose two options from a seven to nine list. Okay. So Kat's gonna give ground. She's gonna back up, try mm-hmm. to assess the situation, see what just hit her, and circle past the pain. So she's Got gonna it. mark two conditions. Uh from the people on the ground, you see Kat get hit sort of with the edge of this light spirals head over heels falls smack into the concrete and leaves a decent dent in the concrete so for people watching it like he goes back to where you were but what you also see is this ball of light does a expand then contract and then expand like a, a, an explosion and when you clear the spots out of your eyes the ferret itself is driven back with singed fur and there is a giant chunk of the big building that is now on the floor, on the ground, in the street as rubble. And all of those bright flashing figures, they're nowhere to be seen. And now people are screaming and running like you would expect a normal super attack. Oh, and the last thing is that that figure, he, they, aren't, they aren't around anymore. They're gone. So you just got a giant ferret that looks confused, but is still intent on menacing the street. No heroes and a mostly ruined skyscraper laying across the the street. All right, I'm unleashing the base cannon on the ferret. Lovely. 
Are you ready for the roughneck base? Because I'm not. Plus one, so that is a nine. And I'm going to uh, take something from them, which is their ability to hurt anyone else. Ooh, that's pushing it a little. I think you might have to aim lower here. All right, they're wherewithal temporarily in that case. Perfect. So the sonic blast, it, it visibly hits the ferret in the face. And apparently this thing still has really sensitive hearing because its paws come up and start scrabbling at its little ears. And it seems well, very large ears. It's blinking. And if you've ever seen a confused or, or frightened ferret, it, it's actually kind of adorable now. Oh, might actually make y'all feel a little guilty about it. The people in the street who have been running and screaming look up. And then they go back to running and screaming. How many stories tall is this thing again? Like two stories. Two stories tall? Okay. Yeah. It's going to be distracted for a little bit before it uh, starts to like get back, try to climb over. There's a pile of rubble between you and it. You got your group and it. I think I am also going to assess the situation right now. Got it. I've already rolled the burn, which I did when we first got to this dimension. And that was a failure, so I took two conditions, and but I have one hold. Uh, but I'm just going to roll regular assess the situation here. Got it. Uh, so that was an eight. Okay. I think I'm going to ask, uh, what here is in the greatest danger? At this point, the civilians actually are in danger because the things that were, the, thing, the team that was going to save them doesn't seem to be anywhere anymore. Okay. So, civilians. If I could, I don't want to like go out of turd here, but if I could put up a moat around the ferrets, just trying to like keep it away from where more of the people are. That is super smart. And I don't think it's a rule. You can just do it. Yeah, I have to spend one burn, uh, but it will hold back threats as long as I pay attention to it or you decide that it's doing something so bad. Yeah, tell me what that looks like. So I think I'd been standing rather quietly watching the situation go down. Um, but then when I realized that it had changed and gotten more dangerous, I, I put up my arms and uh, again, there's a glowing translucent barrier that goes up in kind of like a circle to corral the uh, ferret. Yeah. So there is now a slightly confused ferret in a bubble of magic. Can it please be like a hamster ball? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I I can make it uh if if Quint suggests that to me, I actually will close in the top. <laughs> Hamster ball. Got it. Phantom, what about you? What have you been doing? Uh this may surprise people, but when Phantom saw Cat get knocked down into the concrete, their first response is to run over to her, shouting, Cat! Are you okay? Are you hurt? I'm fine. How are you not dead. I mean, I'm happy that you're not dead, but... I, ow. Rib. Arm. Don't move. Don't move. Just... It's not that bad. You just went knocked out of the sky. How is it not that bad? It's just one rib and some of my arm. Rest here, okay? Just stay here for now. Cat would like to directly engage a ferret again. No. <laughs> Wait. I want to... I want to water provoke Cat. I want to get her to do what I'm saying. I have influence over her. You're trying to provoke Kat to not throw herself. Yes. Got it. So on a PC, we get both. So if you do it, if you stay here, 
we add a team to the pool. But if you don't do it, if you don't listen to me, you have to mark a condition. So Kat picked herself up, glaring at the ferret, spear glowing, looks down at herself. It's like, ah, fine. Thank you. Because of the dimension this is, you guys both end up in this very, like, tell me what your, 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 what that closing shot would look like if you guys are uh, doing this. That's very cinematic. Yeah. What does you like? Do you have your hand on her shoulder? Yes. <laughs> Just paint this picture for me. I think, yeah, I think like Phantom, like when Cat like looks up and it's like, fine, Cat, Cat. Phantom like puts their hand on her, her shoulder and is like, thank you. Thank you so much. Like very and smiling this is an anime so you get that that face the face to face and their eyes are sparkly and there's little little dashes coming off of them and it's very clear there's some sort of emotion happening right now there's this flowery background yes exactly you simply pulled cheat anyway so <laughs> what what about the rest of you so feedback and quint you have a touching scene behind you a ferret in a bubble in front of you and a whole bunch of rubble and probably some dead heroes in between Quint is going to turn back around to the crowd, who I assume is panicking now. They are panicking now. They're actually scared. Cool. I'm going to go perform some sideline heroics. I want to get these guys safely away in a in the least panicky way possible that is still efficient. You said to defend. The interesting thing that you're seeing, though, they're panicked and screaming, but it's the kind of screaming you do when you're on a roller coaster. Ugh. Like, there's not real fear here. There's, they're enjoying this strange split from the norm. I hate this dimension. Hey, that is a 10 again. You guys are doing great today. I like it. So the way I'm doing this is, uh, again, I'm playing with their emotions. I'm trying to calm them down to a place where they're still coherent, mm -hmm. but afraid enough to move quickly. So they were actually not incoherently with fear they were all really excited as being you're, you're feeling their emotions this isn't terror this is thrill at being part of this experience all right then i'm dampening that thrill way down like uh you should not be excited about this go just let's turn that down to maybe a three yeah um they start to get a little nervous and they're looking to you you're, you're not in a costume though i do have my mask on if that helps but i know i don't look like a costume hero it doesn't unfortunately <laughs> You don't look like a hero so that you're able to absolutely calm their emotions and get them to move a little bit, but they're not really listening to you like they would. You're a hero. They blowing psychic baton thingy to try and like direct them. People are listening. You, you succeed at the role and they're, they're doing what you say, but it's more out of a sense of like, okay, this is what we have to do to keep involved in this. They're, they're looking at you more like a stagehand. That works perfectly fine for me. All right, guys, this way, this way. Uh, Ma'am, please pick up your child first and we'll just move along this way. Come on. So you get most of the crowd directed and one uh, one woman comes, breaks off and sort of taps you on the arm. They're not going to charge us for this after because I didn't sign any releases, right? This isn't this isn't going to get charged on my, on my credit, right? No, ma'am, you'll be fine. This is all part of the show. Okay, good. But I, I got you on camera now. And she takes a little snap of you. So I don't know if I get charged for this, I'm going to come to you personally. Make sure you're fired. Your other self's gonna get it. Yep, that that is perfectly fine, ma'am. Uh, I'll even give her a card that I just have. Quint, not a hero. Yeah. Okay. Hand hand that over. So the crowd is successfully getting 
getting moved over. Feedback, what are you doing? Right now, I'm just trying to get this thing's attention away from people and keep it corralled. So I just am using my sonic blast to kind of, kind of try to keep it contained until we can figure out what to do with it. Nice. So I'm not going to make you roll for that. So between you and, and Mystic, the ferret is distracted and confused and contained. It, it stopped making any aggressive motions toward anybody and seems mostly interested with getting you guys to leave it alone. We should probably check on the other heroes, huh? Yeah, I got this. You guys make sure those folks are okay. Can we see them anywhere? You can't. You see a lot of piled up rubble, like a giant heap of rubble. Uh, that doesn't look good. Yeah, so it looks like Quint, you're occupied. uh, Mystic, you're occupied. Cat, Phantom, and Feedback can... No, no, Feedback's occupied too. So Cat and Phantom have to figure out what they're doing here. Is there a way to, like, see if I could find these other heroes? Yeah, just pick up and start looking through the rubble a little bit. Yeah. Tell me how you're going to search through this rubble. Paint the picture for me. Maybe what it looks like. I think Phantom kind of like floats up a little bit to get like a better view of the rubble that's around and see if there's any places where it would look like a person could be crushed underneath. Yeah, from up in the sky, you can clearly see that for the most part, this is a lot of rubble. There is, so the camera pans across in, in that disaster movie aftermath thing and then it stops. There's a, uh, a orange, like an arm sort of flopped with blood on the hand, on the palm, and a torn orange sleeve going down into the rubble. I think Phantom will head over there. Getting closer, this is not an arm connected to a living being. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cat's going to go over there and help search her rubble. Just using force fields to, like, stop more loose areas from moving. Uh, looking for anyone who might have survived. Okay. I think when Phantom sees this, there's this moment where Phantom freezes and like just in there, like kind of just staring at this arm and like... The camera lingers for a long time on Phantom, going between Phantom looking at this bloody and torn arm and then goes back over to Cat. Even through the noise of the... uh, the giant ferret and the screaming crowd it's you can hear the rocks trying to move it you start seeing them start shifting a little bit like there's somebody underneath them yeah let's go let's go help them out you start shifting them rocks and yeah rain tell me what happened to you unconscious yeah i got caught in the collapse um head injury fell down been unconscious until like just now i guess (laughs) that's fun so you're waking up and the rock is, you, you can feel the rocks on top of you, but it's not heavy enough to like hold you there. But you are, you've got dust in your mouth. You're really, really filthy dirty. Uh, your costume is torn. Your mask is kind of knocked off kilter. Disoriented. Yeah, but you're able to sort of start pulling yourself out of this. So I'm assuming you want to stand up and get out of rubble? Yeah, yeah, um, I do that. Uh, so Kat, you see... Hey, actually, what's your what? How are you built? Are you a slight figure? Or? Yeah, very uh, slight frame, short, uh, very clearly a teenager. So yeah, somebody in like a I, I'm picturing like a gymnast style body. Yeah, exactly. See that that person standing up, and then the rest of the rubble sort of falling off of them, and they're clearly kind of out of it. Cat is going to remove this person from the vicinity of where their friends just died. Okay, so now you have a disoriented rain and... Do I see that there's a bunch of corpses right now? There's only the one body that you can... Well, you can't see a whole body. You can see one arm. 
So, but I can kind of gather that these people were just murdered. The building fell on them, yes. Uh, and you can see from sort of the corner of your eye, Cat helping Rain over to the sidelines of this fight. Feedback's posture just starts changing, and it's just obvious that he is just getting angry to the point of wrath. And he just is like the sound waves that are starting to get more and more to like screeches as he's mm. trying to hold himself back from literally tearing this thing apart as the words going across his mind are someone is going to die for this. That's so sweet. I think Mystic notices this and is like, feedback, you know, I have it contained if you want to go try to help with them. That snaps him out of it. He just immediately straightens up, looks at Mystic. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go take care of that. As your powers have amped up, the ferret is getting more and more distressed and really seems to have lost any interest in attacking anybody. It is actually at the back side of the barrier that Mystic has put up, sort of scrabbling at it like it wants to retreat. D distressed animal sounds now. It it's gone from being a threat to looking like it's just kind of unhappy. It's a scared animal. Yeah, I'm trying to be gentle with the animal distress because I know that's not a great place for some people. Without turning around, I think Mystic's just going to be like, uh, how is the rest of the team? What what should I do with it? It's not fighting anymore, but it's still a huge ferret. So, Rain, this is kind of your feel. You're disoriented, but this is still your game and you don't know what's happened to your team yet. Um, yeah, I'm too out of it to be uh, doing anything. I'm trying to figure out what happened and, and why it happened. Okay, so it seems like... The, everything sort of has come to a pause, like they're waiting for something. Like this is the point where the team would come together and make its giant pretty move and defeat the baddie. And the baddie seems to be waiting for that to happen. Like it, it can't do anything until the show is finished. So it, it, I mean, if it wasn't, wasn't trapped, it's like it wouldn't run away because it's just waiting for that sign that says that we're done and it can go now. Or whoever's whoever's controlling it is waiting for that. All right, I'll Eternal Defender Man. Do you have your finishing move ready? We need to get this going. Uh, I, 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 I don't. Th this wasn't supposed to happen. Wh where? Who was that? What's supposed to happen doesn't matter. What's happening does. We need to finish this. You're the only one here who knows how this works, and we're all counting on you. And this might be a comfort and support. Yes, please roll it. Quint, I don't think he's really in a state to do this. A building fell on him, Quint. Listen, there's no other choice. Do you think we could do this? Nope, that is oh, a no. failure unless someone wants to help. Uh, sure. You have 14 points still. Oh, no, you have 15 points. You actually moved it up. You're the only one that could do this. Unless you want us to go explode this ferret, you need to go and do your colorful whatever it is that you do. I've seen Sentai. I think to help, Phantom will put a hand on Wayne's show and say, listen, this is your show. If you need our help, we can help you too, but this has to be finished. You can do it. The show must go on. Yeah, that um, seems to get through to him and he stands up straighter and he nods and stumbles a little bit, moves towards the ferret and pulls out a, like, almost a magic wand that turns into a energy bow that shoots a energy beam at the ferret. Wait, the ferret's still in the magic bubble. It is, so... He's confused. It looks like he's counting on timing for this one. What color is your magic, your, your 
power bow arrow thing. There is a, a glittering pink arrow flying through the air with a trail of sparkling pink fireworks out of it. And all of the crowd stops freaking out and looks up and, ooh. Mystic, drop the moat. Okay. Uh, as long as someone tells me to, I, I will. So, Quint, you're yelling out at her? Mm-hmm. Goes down. The arrow seems, it doesn't actually seem like a pointy arrow that hits. It hits. And there's a flash of pink light, lots of sparkles. And you can see outlined up in the air, the giant ferret flies up and then shrinks to normal ferret size, outlined by a halo of pinky white light. And then like, you know, in a a cartoon when something gets electrocuted, it's like that, but it shrinks into a little ferret and then falls. And then it's little and you can't see it because there's a pile of rubble. And the crowd, yay! But their, their applause is... It had been, their excitement had been genuine, but now they're like, okay, yeah, we, we don't, they make the ferret small, it goes away. This is what always happens, whatever. They, they're like, not even, they kind of have gotten distracted and are talking at each other. Okay, the building was new, but like, really, they kind of, they didn't even, no blood, not even any blood. And the threat appears to be gone. So with remarkable speed, the street has gone back to business as usual. The people are kind of going about their normal lives, kind of overlooking the fact that there's a pile of rubble in the street. They're just kind of moving around it, getting through the doors. Reyna drops his weapon and the energy bow goes away and he drops to his knees. I'm going to walk over to him because I don't need to put up the magic bubble. Yeah. Um, Is there a place we can take you? Where? Where is... Banneret, I... Where's anyone? Your friends. I think they're under the building. They're gone. Oh. I think I need to see Mom. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably a good idea. We'll take you there. It's not easy knowing that your friend is gone. As you're having this touching moment and kind of sad, uh, you hear through the noise of the street, take your hands off him. We didn't authorize this crossover. Oh, no. And a a tall, stately woman uh, in a very fine business suit with rather severe cut hair and a sort of angular, sharp face is, is walking over to you, striding aggressively. There is another low rumble and feedback's lights start pulsing up again. She looks you over. Like I said, I... People are dead, so do me a favor and shut the fuck up. Feedback. Dead? Wait, wait, what? Wait, wait. Roll that back here. Dead? Nobody dies in these things? What? They're dead. A piece of a building fell, and we think it crushed all of them to death. The bu- they were fighting a... She's, she's confused and pulls out a phone and starts looking through it. No, this was... Today's, today's Tuesday, right? They were scheduled... Uh... Did they have a building scheduled to fall on them? No, that's Friday of next week. But and unfortunately, a building fell on them, which is not part of your damn show. Someone did this. Jenny, I, I have no idea what happened. I don't think any of that was part of the contract. Gets herself controlled and puts, it's all right. I, I'm sure this was just some sort of off script. Uh, maybe they negotiated with the villain. It's fine. We'll figure this out. Go ahead and calm down. Take your little friends and why don't you head back to the hideout? I'll figure out what's going on and and we'll take it from there. I'm sure it's fine. And if it's not, you're going to get a hell of a bonus out of this one. Oh, that's a that's a real big comfort. Feedback. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. Feedback. What? 
don't engage with him. Doris will probably sue you. Oh, don't think I haven't thought of that already. Uh, can you give me your guys' agents' names, please? I do really need to check in with them. This is really wasn't okay, even independent of anything else. You have your, your agent's information, right? And she's, yeah, uh, look up Whiskers Talent Agency. Do they represent, like, C-list now? I thought they were only the best. Well, we're sort of a, a new thing. I can tell you're not even coordinating. I mean, what is this look you guys are doing? We're going for ragtag. Yeah, apparently. But you're remarkably calm for uh, losing a couple of your agents. She waves a hand. I, look, I know it looks good, but we've got some really good special effects these days. I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. She's switched, like lightning fast, switched into parental I am talking to kids role. Uh, could I find that arm that we found earlier? I, I Yes. It's, it's there. I'm going to go, like, kick it lightly. I don't think this is attached to anyone alive anymore. Her face goes white, and then she looks you straight in the eyes. Look, I'm sure it will all work out. These things always work out properly. I've called a car. Come back to the hideout. They will sort things out, and we'll meet you there. She turns back to Rain. Look, like I said, I'm sure it's fine, but go on, go get some rest and clean up. You you look, you look, change your uniform. It's all torn. It's, it, it's, this, this will work out, right? It's. Oh, of course. Look, you know what? Have we ever failed you? No, of course not. See, you, you know how this works. Come on. It, it looked great. I was watching the, the, the shots from across the way and it really, you were on your game today. Thanks, dad. I'm just going to say it very quietly. Hey, cat. What would happen if I broke her fucking nose? Um, how old are you? That answers the question. No, I mean, like, if you're underage, it might go easy on you and you're only going to be in, like, legal hell for, like, three to five years. Uh, your debt would probably extend a bit longer than that. Mm, you're probably looking at, like, ten years for that. But again, that's why I'm going easy on you. Okay. Behind your conversation, a black self-driving car pulls up to the, the sidewalk. The doors open. The woman in the business suit has is on her cell phone talking very rapidly and very angrily. Uh, you can't quite make out the words, but she's walked toward the pile of rubble. But the car is is there and welcome. Rain goes to it immediately. I'm going to follow them. Yeah, me too. Cat. Yeah. I don't know who that was up there. But when I find him, I want you to make sure I don't fucking kill him. Because uh... I want to. Very bad. Which one? The dark one or like the glowy, poofy one? I was only there for like two seconds. Doesn't matter. Whoever's responsible. When we find them, to make sure I don't make a mistake. Because that is all I want to do right uh, now. I don't think we need to worry about that. They're kind of assholes. And he's just going to get in the car. It's not a super nice car. It's like mid-range sedan kind of car but it's, it's clearly outfitted for a group um it actually reminds you a lot of a smaller ver smaller more nice version of the transport van you were guys were back in in the other dimension so it looks like a nicer version of that that prison transport van and there's nobody driving it it has its own little like it doesn't even have a wheel it's just you can see the map on the front of it and it starts to go so that leaves all of you guys and this slightly battered but, but coming back to himself new person who you've you've never seen before 
and cat this gives you enough time to be you're sitting still for long enough that you're able to put together the things from that that role earlier for who that guy was yeah you've heard rumors of this organization not even really an organization that there are an order called the voiceless that travel from dimension to dimension and kill fixed dimensional points it, it all clicks together but it was until today just a, a legend that you'd heard about uh-oh she'll probably not share that particular bit of information until much later so rain you're back on your home turf now and sort of coming back into yourself how are you gonna what what happens now you, you know, I don't think that I am back in, in myself. Um, I'm clearly very distracted by um, trying to, like, mentally process everything that's happened because a lot did just happen. True. Okay, so how about the rest of you all? There's a dusty, battered, very, very attractive, but very, very filthy young man in this car and then the rest of you. And you're going somewhere, presumably to their hideout. Phantom looks at uh, Wayne and says, it's okay if it takes you a while. It's not an easy thing. I, I mean, they're not really dead, right? That doesn't happen. No, it they're dead. Dead is dead. Well, we didn't actually check, but I think the probability of them being okay is pretty low. I, I, I mean, special effects, right? And, and I mean, who was that? I was kind of hoping you would be able to tell us. No, I've never seen anything like that before. That's, like, way out of our league. So it wasn't part of the giant ferret squad. All right. No, that wouldn't make any aesthetic sense at all. Well, yeah, that that's important, isn't it? It's the most important. Oh, so what... What's your name? Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm I'm Mystic. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I am the Eternal Defender Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, but you can call me Rain. Everyone does. As he says his name in the car, there's a swell of music that's obviously voice coded to him saying that. Uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> Quinn hates it. I love it. <laughs> But the, yeah, there's just a little swell and then it goes back down. He has a little trill. Feedback for his part is just kind of staring blankly into the middle distance right now because he is just having very vivid flashbacks to the moment he realized Fe uh, Freak Show was killing people and was going to kill thousands of them. You guys were the people that showed up before we started, weren't you? Yeah. Yes. Who are you? I'm Kat. Hi, Kat. I'm... Phantom, you know, no one important. In an ironic sort of uh, almost mockery of a hero should introduce himself as, Quint will go full out like, my name is Quintessential Hero. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking name is that? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful name. Quint, your name is fine. Uh, yeah, just call me Quint. I... I just want to say, from experience, if you need to scream or cry or break down, no one will judge you. Okay, um, names are great and all, and I'm happy to know them, but what I more meant was, who are you and where did you come from? So one thing you can pick up on, uh, Rain, is that you do actually recognize two of these people, sort of, maybe? The, the, the one in the what, Mystic wears pink and blue? Teal? With the teal hair? It's purple and teal and gray. Purple, sorry. 
that one reminds you a lot of one of the the, the newly initiated members of the the new dreamers um one of the it will be an A-list squad, but it's not there yet. They're sort of training him up. Uh, it reminds you of Mystical. And the angry one looks like a much, much more aggressive version of Syncopate, who's a member of All Music, who is well-established, a bit of popularity hounds, but they they get the job done if they have to. But I mean, these clearly aren't them, but they look enough like them that, that it's, it's reminiscent of. Yeah, I'm not really going to do anything with that information because they introduced themselves as different people. I'm just saying you have that information in your head. Quint is going to pull up his phone and and pull up a photo of, of his dad and uh, show it to Rain. Um, you wouldn't happen to know who this guy is, would you? Very, very yes. That is that is the lead of the super group, hero group, singing group, iconic. And it is, this is like the, this is, Justin Timberlake plus a K-pop band and lots more sparkles. Uh, so I light up when I see that. Y- yeah, that's uh, the the lead singer of Iconic. Oh God, I knew he would. Uh, yeah, this is this is his world. This is this is this is just for him. But you just need to know that we're not from around here. We're just dropped in accidentally. We'll be gone soon. A not from around here. Got it. In the lull of conversation, the uh, there's a like a beeping sound from the car that it sounds like a, a phone ringing basically uh, through the car, and the voice of the car announces incoming call from Julia Litt. Will you answer or say yes to accept? Decline. Feedback just says on reflex. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, in a position for that, so I'm going to decline that. The phone uh, blinks off, and then in a few like. 30 seconds later, voicemail is received. Play now? Uh, sure. There's a little pause and then this bubbly voice. Hey, Banneret, it's Julia Lit of That's Light with Julia Lit. You guys owe me an interview. I saw your latest thing. It looked pretty good. But I mean, when are you going to get something new? Anyway, the viewers want to know what's next after the whole building collapse thing. That was a twist we weren't expecting. Give me a call. You know my number. Remember, it's always going to be on the air. I warned you about that last time. And no, I'm not responding to those legal threats you sent me. Thanks. Bye. God, Banneret. Oh, great. She's here, too. Oh, that fucking bitch. Oh, you don't like her as well? No, before, right before we met, she interviewed me, and it was basically a whole bunch of quackery bullshit. That sounds a lot like her. Is she someone I should know? Oh, no. No, she's not important. She's only important to herself. Oh, doesn't she have that like superhero fan show? I've never listened to it. You don't really need to. You're not missing anything. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm out of it, guys. I just I'm sorry. I'll get my head clear soon. I will awkwardly pat you on the shoulder. Oh, it's okay. Death is not. It's. It sucks. This sounds like some comfort and supporting, sort of mutual comfort and supporting. Anybody want to roll that for anybody else? I can now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I gave any- someone influence. <laughs> you all sort of sound like you're trying to cheer each other up. So if anybody wants to roll that for anybody, I would I would be okay with that. Cat will try. Who are you trying to comfort and support? Oh, I'll try and comfort and support feedback. He seems to be doing not great. Got it. (laughs) 
Cat is hopeless. Let's see if I... I'm gonna do this with my negative two at one day. <laughs> Feedback's really upset. Okay, but that one is a six. So if one of us wanted to boost that one... You guys could definitely add a, add a point and, and help out. Yeah, Quint can help out, but he's not going to say anything. He's just going to start using his uh, psychic empathy and Ooh. try to tone down that edge of sadness. So that would be a seven toward feedback, which means... Mark potential clear condition or shift labels if you open up. So if you're willing to tell them a little bit about why you're upset, you can do any of the one of those things. I just... I don't know how much you guys know about me, but... um, A lot. I've watched you. Yeah, that's not creepy. Um... <laughs> I you know you were like top 100 young cute bad guys, right? Oh shit, I was on the cute bad guy list? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um no, I am um, uh, okay, that's that's good news. Um no, I am um, I met this villain uh freak show and I watched him kill some people and he was going to kill a lot more if I hadn't stepped in. And this is just bringing a lot to the surface mm. and I didn't realize how angry I still was I guess I'm I'm sorry guys this is this is me no this is on me don't apologize ha seeing someone die it's not easy it doesn't leave you on that line the camera fades to black the camera fades up panning up this really just pretty but functional skyscraper it's the the people from prime what you notice that's different about this rancho paseo is that it it's more like a cyberpunk future city it doesn't have that same flat sprawling dirt like dusty but and kind of hotness of the prime dimension it's more like a city like new york where the, the, the buildings are tall and so you you the the camera pans up this and you see the the floor after floor of uh windows and then comes back down to your car pulling into an underground um parking lot and then the car goes to a parking space the, the parking space is labeled eternal defenders floor four suite seven and the doors all pop open when it when it uh, arrives this is home for you rain so you're pretty i mean even out of it you could probably you've, you've gotten beat up before pretty good yeah so um uh yeah so we we go in there so as, as you guys are getting to the elevator, you hear a call. Hey, hold the elevator. Well, do, do you guys hold the elevator? Or are you going to be dicks and close it? Cat will hold the elevator. No, I'll, I'll hold it. Everyone holds the elevator. All of your hands, little, little monkey hands. Guys running up in full, like, very, very obviously a supervillain costume with a mask. He's got a bright green uniform with zigzags, like zigzag radios, radial starburst designs on, on it. And he's, he's run up to you and get to get his way in. Rain, this is Tectonic, who um, is a obviously earthquake themed supervillain who, who lives in the same building as you. I say hi, but continue staring at the front of the elevator. So he, he gets in between, looks around. Hey, are you guys new? Did you just move in? No. No. Okay. We're just visiting. Just visiting. Okay. You got the masks, though. So you guys just keep your hideouts in the, the same building these days? Well, yeah. I mean, where, we, where else would we go? 
I'm, I'm confused. Do you guys not have like a contract or something? Who do you, who do you are you independents? Do I recognize him from my time in the villain scene? You do not. This is uh, this is not a guy that that it has equivalent in Prime. So does no one have like you know lava layers anymore or floating palaces? Yeah, if they're a listers. Seriously, like I am, I am this close in the ratings. Like if I, I just got my sidekick, and like if I, if I do really well at the next one, I gotta lose. The next two, I get to win. But anyway, after that, I have my eye on this. Sweet lava lair. Like it's amazing. Right in the center, there's like this pillar of lava, and you can push people into it and then burn. Well, not people, because obviously you wouldn't do that, but like chairs and stuff, you could throw into it, and it catches fire. Okay, good good to know that 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 aesthetic is still going on. I was I was a bit worried there for a second. You're really confusing. Like, do you not want what side do you play for anyway? You're awfully nosy. You're awfully unfriendly, dude. Who... Don't worry about who we are. We're no one. That is not, I mean, okay, you're right. That delivery was really good. Like, okay, I get it. I will back off. That's just totally not my vibe, dude. Feedback's just gonna kind of look at him. He's gonna be like, look, man, it, it's not personal. It's just, you know, we're we're new in town. We don't, we're not really situated yet. There's a lot going on, getting thrown at us. People are thrown off. I, I get it, okay. It, it's good to meet you and everything. I don't want us to give off the wrong impression. It's just, we are... We, we just went through a lot, so. No, I want to give the impression to that I'm no one you should worry about. Don't even think about me. That's their whole vibe they're going for. It, it works. Yeah, we, we just got back home from fighting a, a giant ferret, so. Wait, hey, hey, Raid. Raid, wasn't that, that's your villain, right? The the ferret, not ferret, giant animals, circuit master, ringmaster thing. Yeah. Why'd you let them take it? I... Where, where's, where are the rest of them? We're not infringing on copyright. Where's the cute one? L- listen, now isn't a good time. Maybe just mind your business this once, Tectonic. Fine. Thanks. Mutters under his breath something about thinking they're better than they are just because they're heroes and he's a villain, crosses his arms. Sorry, it's nothing personal. Our our brand isn't ready to be disclosed yet. If you know what I mean, uh, we're still workshopping oh, it. Oh, you just see, you should, he, he sort of gives shoots Rain a look. That's all you had to say is that you're helping them workshop their brand. Seriously. And he goes, huffs in the corner, gets on his phone. He gets off the floor before you on floor three and sort of, well, good good luck with the, the branding. It was nice meeting you, man. Yeah, look, looking forward to beating you next time. I don't know. You might be on my side. You never know which way they're going to put you. Anyway, see ya. Then he, the doors of the elevator, when they open, you're looking into uh, what looks like almost like a sound state, like uh, a DJ booth, but Brit large. Um, he's got some sound wave vibe powers going and he gets in and then leaves. And then you're on the elevator the rest of the way up. The next floor, it doesn't actually open directly into a lair. It opens into a hallway and you guys go a few doors down and then there's the door. There's a little plate to the side of it. Room floor seven, room A, assigned. Doesn't say who it's assigned to because it's a secret lair, obviously. So tell us what, what you see when you guys go into this room, Rain. It's a uh, open floor plan with uh, areas like very clearly designated, designed by a specific member of the team. They're like basically color-coded, and you can see where any given one ends and begins by the design sensibility changing, like even in the carpet. In one corner, there's a uh, 
cubicle with frosted glass walls that does not match anything else in any of the area, but Rain heads immediately towards this living space type area with couches uh, that he just collapses onto. In the center of the living space area, there's a, a little table and there's a plate of chocolate chip cookies and a piece of paper with a note written on it sitting in the middle of the table. Uh, I'm going to take that and read it. It says, I uh, got a little, little, little happy face at the beginning. Hey guys, sorry I can't be here. I got called back to the home office for a few things. I know you did great. Now just take some rest and some downtime. We will go over everything and do about, talk about the press releases tomorrow. Love big little heart with googly eyes betty with the eye there's not an e there's there's not an eye so it's just swoopy oh at ps help yourself some cookies but don't take more than two because you guys are all watching your sugar intakes i drop the letter back onto the table and sit back i guess i go over and sit on a different couch from rain so this is a fairly large space but it is since it's all open you can see and there's the beds their bunk or the yeah they do bunk beds and then like a little kitchen and yeah quint goes immediately to the kitchen and opens up the fridge to see what kind of cool food they have in this dimension lots of spirulina very macrobiotic diet all packed into each little, little individual servings with the labels on it lily glass banneret oh my god are you guys sponsored by Slimfast? yeah all of them are uh there's slim fast meals and then there's this quick energy like energy drink thing uh that's that's the only other aside from water the only other drink in the in the place i think i grab a pancake fanta that's like hidden in the back okay all right i'll try it cat is gonna find a window to sit by just away from everyone they do have some big windows you can look down over the whole city there's also a TV, like a very, very, very large set into the wall TV that has been playing uh, Sounds of Nature. We worked hard for those windows. I think Phantom takes one of the cookies and just hovers like cross-legged over the table. Very quiet and you're all kind of in your own little spaces here. So, uh, Kat, I'm calling to her from like the couch in the living room looking over at her. Um, you seem to Jump to action right away. Do you have any idea what that was? Oh, the weird spooky guy? Yeah, the weird stuff that no one here in this dimension seems to have any idea about. No, I don't know anything about that. I'm trying to decide if Judy would press this and, and pierce the mask, but I think she wouldn't. I think she'd just let that go. So as you guys are sort of sitting there, a little bit of time passes and everybody's kind of just in this really weird, um, you do notice all of you that if it could be branded, it is. So like the chairs are X brand and, and it's, it's prominently featured. The other thing that you notice is that there are uh, cameras pretty much everywhere. They're not subtle. They're not trying to hide, but they definitely there are cameras everywhere. And Jim does not like that and pulls their hood down so that they're invisible. Uh, not like this dimension. So, uh, are you, like, filmed all the time? Is this part of the show, Rain? I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Oh. Um, and I look at Phantom and Cat and wonder, like, what, whether we're not mentioning the elephant in the room or not. And, uh, I just say, I, I don't know, I... I don't know. I mean, you've got to get B-roll, right? Cat will come back and join the others. Do I film everything? Well, 
I mean, not in bathrooms, of course. They're not perverts. That's good. I guess that's one redeeming feature of his dimension. Yeah, um, about that. When we showed up, we are, uh, we keep saying dimension. I, I just want to, you know, be clear. We're not from here. Why is he saying this? He's going to hold up his hands to so this sort of a white, a sort of a white noise whine so that the microphones can't pick this up. Mm. We're, um, we're from another dimension. And uh, we ended up here right when you guys showed up. And uh, that's why we seem so confused. That's why we are not really used to what's going on. Probable reality is a more technical term. This is science fiction to you, Rain. Like, I mean, believable because, yeah, but science fiction. So like an alternate universe type thing? Yes. Yeah. In a matter of speaking. That sounds really expensive. Expensive? I guess, I mean, the device that I traveled with before probably was expensive, but I never really put a price to it. Huh. You can see a panel where Mystic is, like, actually smiling, which hasn't happened much so far. Why would it be expensive? The universe isn't that expensive, it just exists. Like, it's traveling. He's probably thinking of the green screens and, like, special effects for drifting and stuff like that the tech needed i i mean it's just really like really high concept type stuff like i can't imagine the the contract writers that you would need to put in that (laughs) so there are no contracts where we're from what yeah your dimension's kind of weird like that well i think your dimension's kind of weird like that yeah, the the villain hero fights. They're they're legit. There's they're actually we're actually fighting. It's it's not it's for keeps. It's not a show. But how do you keep people safe then? People get hurt. Yep. By stopping the villains who are trying to hurt the people. Well, I think I prefer my dimension. Yeah, but there's so much out there. I can't I can't wrap my head around just wanting to stay in one place. You people are strange. We don't know about the existence of other dimensions, Phantom. It's been a couple days, Phantom. I'm not used to this. Yeah, but isn't it isn't it exciting? Exciting is not the word I would use. We've almost died a few times. I know, but that's that's <laughs> just Phantom, what are you talking about? I guess this is normal for you, but like it's a you have to like be almost dead over and over again to actually have fun? Is that what you're telling me? No, it's it's not like that. I We've had bad experiences, but I promise there's there's a lot of good out there and a lot of exciting things, things you can't imagine. And I, I'm sorry, maybe I'll just, I'll go. I'm sorry. Fancho floats off to another corner of the room. You're <laughs> oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> but anyway, we're being mean to Phantom. So while you guys are having this conversation, the TV has been again playing like tropical forests and stuff. And then in a lull in the conversation, it pops up to a pretty standard looking like news reporter, two people sitting behind a news desk and they're wearing very serious expressions. Citizens of Rancho Paseo, we have some very disturbing news to bring to you coming from the downtown district where a fight took place this today between the eternal defenders and an unspecified assailant. We regret to inform you that 
and then it cuts out to a black screen that says parental controls enabled. Uh oh. <sighs> that can't be good. I could fix that for you if you want to see. I don't think I do. That's fair. The 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 phone. What does your guys' phone look like? Do you have a like a a, a bat phone? Yeah, bat phone. What does the Eternal Defender's phone look like? It's a rotary phone. We can't afford better. Actually, that's affording us the status symbol right there. So the lavender and white rotary phone begins to ring. Uh, I uh, pick it up. And of course, because it's not actually a rotary phone, that turns the video phone, uh, video thing on the, the screen. And you see again that the severely dressed woman, now she actually looks upset. Hey, uh, Rain, sweetie, you haven't been watching the news, have you? You, you haven't played with the, the parental settings again? No, no, I, have, I haven't heard anything. Can you tell me what's going on? Uh, you know, not right now. I'm going to send up a doctor. He's going to take a look at you and just make sure everything's okay. Go ahead and just, just go along with it. This is completely covered. We'll talk about it later. But just to go ahead and stay there. Please don't don't leave the, the, the hideout for any reason, no matter who comes to the door, okay? What's going on? Some, some outside of contract work seems to have been happening. We're trying to work it out. They're going to they're sort it out, but you really don't need to worry about it. Okay. That usually means you need to worry about it. She looks around and, um, your little friends to stay there too, please. Uh, we have some questions for them in, in a little while. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I really don't like that. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, good, good. And again, everything's okay. I, I will we'll make sure everything's okay. Just do what the doctor says, all right? Okay. She looks around at all of you and gives the, the rest of them kind of a, a hard look before hanging up. Not at all suspicious. Mm. I don't like giving information to adults. That's kind of ageist, isn't it? I think they mean they just don't like giving information, period. I cannot stand that emotionless idiot but you know it's just when you're a ghost you don't really share much about yourself mm. it's not how it works you realize you're not actually a ghost right yes i'm a well aware i'm not dead i mean how would you know quince <laughs> i float over to him how do you know i'm not a ghost because I've met ghosts, and you're not one. You met a ghost? <sighs> you're at least three times too corporeal to be a ghost. So let's just leave it at that. No, I. you met a ghost? I need to hear this. That's going to pull a chocolate bar out of one of her pockets. Listen, my, my dad has had Halloween specials, and I've met at least two Frankensteins, a vampire. Oh. Well, have you met a Frankenstein, or have you met a Frankenstein's monster? Both, actually. Frankenstein's monster took on the name Frankenstein. It happened in the book. I read it in school before I dropped out. Just editors note here listing like dozens of volumes of whatever Hope's uh, comic book line is <laughs> uh, with all the different encounters. Iconic number four, iconic number 17, spinoff edition, Hope on his own. Phantoms like spreads their hands in front of themselves like, listen, as... I may not be an actual ghost, but as far as anyone's aware, I'm essentially one. You guys hear the door open. Uh, you, you can see the way it's set up. The door doesn't just open straight in. There's like a little privacy panel screen. So you can't immediately just walk into this space. But you do hear the door open and close and someone calls out. Uh, 
Uh, hey, hey, Ryan, I'm here to do your exam. Yeah, um, come on in. The person that comes around the partition is incredibly young looking in a very artificial plastic surgery way. Uh, he's a very, very, very handsome man and his face does not move at all when he makes expressions. Do I, do I know him? Yeah, he's the, the team doctor wearing a white coat. It's very, he's got a stethoscope around his neck. So he's like, he's cosplaying a doctor practically. Okay, well, you know, I can do one at a time. Let's start with, uh, you look the most hurt. And he kind of points at you. So come on back. We've got the, you know, where the, the, the exam room is. Sure, I, I, I go with him. So this is pretty typical. I mean, you get, you get hurt on, the, on a mission. You get your little exam. But when he, he, his attitude is a lot different than it usually is. He's forced cheerful, whereas opposed to just being plastic cheerful. And he kind of takes you back and sits you down. Okay, so tell me how you're feeling. Confused? You did get hit on the head. Uh, so I have this for you. And he pulls out of his briefcase, doctor bag, a, a bottle and pours a pill in and puts it and gives it to you. It puts it out for your hand. Go ahead and take this. I take it into my hand, but I do not take it. Oh, you need some water. Uh, it just, don't worry. It's just going to calm you down, help you relax a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I got hit on the head. And also, apparently, my team died and no one will explain anything to me. Ah, uh, oh. Well, about that, we don't know they're dead. We don't know they're dead. Why don't you go just go here? He hands you a cup of water. Yeah, I take He's it. He's trying to shift your labels right now. He wants to take danger down and mundane up. So that means he's trying to affect how you behave. You can either go with it or Eric, how do you change the, what's the reject influence mechanic? Rejection roll is just flat 2d6. So if you want, when an adult's trying to change you, you roll 2d6 and then, um, uh, you have some options depending on what you roll. No, I trust him. I'm, I'll, okay. I'll go with it. So then on your sheet, danger down, mundane up. Or you can just accept it and say that this is perfectly normal. Which, yeah. Um, I Look, I, I really don't want to, like I said, we're not sure. You don't really need to know about this either. I mean, I kind of feel like it's my prerogative to know about it. Well... Do I have a team anymore? You'll always have a team in your heart. So that's a no. A building fell on them. But we haven't figured out yet if we... Well, it looks as though Lily and... Well, they do appear to be dead. We have found Lily's body and we think we found glasses. You think you found glasses? We found parts of it. I... You don't really have to worry about this. They'll they'll take care of everything. They'll get you a new team, a better team. Oh my god! Sort of. He, he wants to pat you on the shoulder, but it's like his arms don't quite move that well. He's he's tightened his skin too much. Look, like I said, you guys weren't really close. It's not like you were a real team. You were just put together by the the company. I mean, you didn't really. Know, how well did you really know them anyway? Uh, Rain has stopped listening. <laughs> Okay, what's he doing right now? He's taken whatever it is that the, the doctor gave him, and now he's just kind of, like, starting to withdraw into himself again. <laughs> Poor baby. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty standard, like, sedative tranquilizer, so that gets to make you nice and floaty for the rest of the session. So then he sort of steers you back to the others. He's patched you up, so you're physically okay. Uh, all right, uh, now, which one of you is... Um, I'm assuming you're on... You've signed the releases, right? He looks around the rest of the, the group. Oh, no, we haven't signed a damn thing. Oh. And we don't plan to. Well, I can I can fix uh, here. He pulls out uh, like a 
tablet out of his bag. Just go ahead and sign. They'll give you authorization to treat and uh, we'll charge it to your account or your team's account. Uh, first. I want to pierce this guy's mask. Got it. He sounds very creepy and I don't like him. That is a seven. Okay. So that gives you one of the questions? One question, yes. Let's go with, what are you really planning? So immediate, um, like, what is he trying to do to us? Um, I'm assuming by just kind of interacting with him, Quint has the emotion readiness. This guy doesn't wish you ill, but he does intend to kind of tranquilize all of you to make you a little more amenable to uh, bad news when it comes. Basically what he did to Rain, calm you guys down so that you're not going to freak out and cry and stuff when they tell them that they're all dead. Quint is going to go take the tablet, acting like he's about to go sign it, and then throw it out the window. The these windows don't open. They're skyscraper windows. Throw it at the window? Okay. So <laughs> describe that for me. What, is, what does that look like? Tell me what it looks like. I'm going to throw it at expecting the window to break. Yeah, tablet breaks, not window. Wait, make a suicide for that, too. What the hell? Huh. Why did you... The window was supposed to break. Young man, that was very disrespectful. I am your elder. <laughs> that was very cool of you, Quince. Thank you? I am sorry, but I was... I am not paid enough to deal with petulant, surly teenagers. You're just so immature today. Today? What, here? What's wrong with your skin? My skin, it's self-tanner, thank you. I had a whole machine installed last month. What's wrong with your skin? It's smooth and supple like a baby's bottom. Pale. He's he's getting more and more, like, flustered and straightens his, his, his coat. He I, needs to be careful or he'll tear. <laughs> I, uh, I, I... Fine. If you guys don't want medical care, I will just let you suffer. He goes out and slams the door behind him. Cat looked down at her uh, bandaged up arm and feel her rib. I think I can survive without your treatment. Cat, are you sure you're okay? It's just one rib. One rib. Do you want me to chase him down and smooth talk him? Because I will. Smooth talk that mannequin? Ugh. Oh, look, I know. Look, I can I can make Data come back and treat you if you'd like, Cat. Or Lore. I don't know. He was creepy. I've had worse. I think Quint is going to go and try and poke Cat's bib. Are you sure you're okay? Poke. Cat will swat your hand away. Don't, don't poke my broken rib. Phantom will float over and poke her arm. Hey, guys, can you, can you not, please? I will break you. Feedback is going to sit and be like, guys, let's not. Cat's going to retreat from sudden interest in her. Listen, you promised me that you wouldn't die. I'm not dead. I just broke a rib. You fell out of the sky. And I'm alive. Just stop. You're making a very big deal out of this. Could you please stop making a very big deal out of this, please? I just... I'm just concerned. It's not a big deal. Why is everyone making a big deal, all right? Just back the fuck off. All right, I'll back off. Cat's shifting more into, like, I'm going to hit something pose. Just give, give Cat some space, please. 
Okay, so that's going to let Cat split off a little bit to the side because I yep, think she's just uh, her. Just give me, just give me back off a little bit before I hurt someone. You move into what is clearly like a training area. Uh, the rest of them are staying in the, I'm assuming, the uh, conference area. As you get over into that training corner, uh, you can hear your spear making its alert beep when there's some sort of communication trying to come through. She will accept it. The voice you hear takes you back. It's uh, Poppy, who is one of the other like feudal villain lords from your home dimension or your pseudo home dimension. You haven't heard this voice in years. Uh, transition. I, I have some important news for you. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Cat, what did they call you? Catherine or Lady Slain, depending on station. So th- this person is, she's uh, your mom's just inferior, but she probably thinks herself high. Uh, Catherine, um, you're not who I was expecting to speak to. Do you, can you get a, is your mother there with you? No, she is, um, uh, she's, she's busy right now. I think you need to get her. This is very important and I need to speak to her directly. Uh, look, she's, she, she's tied up in something at the moment. I, I can take a message and like pass it back. She can get back to you. Catherine, I think you are pulling something here. Are, are you? Poppy, you will address me by my proper station. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lady Slane. Yes, uh, please tell her that we've received reports now from several dimensions that one of the voiceless is pursuing her. It's it's vitally important she come back to Arcadia as soon as possible so we can address this. And I, again, I'm sorry. Please don't tell your mother that I spoke to you like that. I will pass that information along to her, Poppy. We will forget your breach of protocol. Uh, yes, thank you. Okay. Yes, Lady Slane, thank you. And there's disconnect sound. <laughs> Yell at the help. Cat would like to clear condition. Okay. Uh, does anything in look in here look particularly important? Uh, Rain. I mean him. I don't know how you would. I this is a put together like a built place, so it's nothing is personally important. There might be some personal tokens by the beds. That, are, that belong to each of the actual, like, things that look out of the color scheme. Some kind of memento for the other teammates. Yeah, I think by by the beds, there each one of them has a couple very, very small. Like, there's a photograph, a little music box, stuff like that. One per bed. That are clearly out of the aesthetic sense of this team. Other than that, everybody got bought for them. Gotta make the cost high. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what Kat would go after first. So Kat's going to stand just in the middle of a room. People probably heard her shout, but we're not going to investigate. She's going to look around the room. Things are getting a little, like, close in for her. Uh, You know, she's reminded of past unpleasantness. Her spear is going to start glowing and sparking. And she's just going to attack the personal objects around this room. So Rain, you're not you're not out of this enough to to miss this. Just so you're you're in that space where things are distant and and cotton wool wrapped, but someone is attacking the the things that actually are for the person the people behind the roles. Hey, cat! What the hell? Oh, hey, a person she can hit. 
Okay. You guys okay with PvP? That kind of PvP? Um. No is okay. No is valid. Uh, if you'd rather not, Cat can just attack for real. Yeah. Skip the player infighting. He's just gonna be stepping up to try and stop her. That could be a defend role. Yeah, rather than punch in the face, make it more of a, I'm going to help calm you down by holding you in place. So yeah, roll it as a defend. You're defending the, the material in this room. Savior is not one of my good rolls. So. Hey, potential. Two sixes. Never mind, no potential for you. I know. He's just going to like catch the spear mm, and hold works. it and let's buy the house and just look at cat and just be like cat talk to me what the hell is going on you can still clear the condition for this so <sighs> nothing you need to worry about okay just i think i do cat you're attacking the room and look i know we haven't known each other that long but talk to me what the hell is going on Just, um. He's just going to pull down the mask with his free hand. Cat, I need you to trust me. Tell me what's going on. Comfort and support roll. We're going to mechanically reinforce this. So, oh God, the, thank God for the plus two. That, that rolled that up to an eight. Nice. So, Cat, you, you going to open up about this? Look, okay, it's just... Uh, um, uh, He's going to gently let go of the spear and just kind of stand there. Look, all right. I, back where I was from, um, I was apprenticed to a supervillain. They travel between dimensions, that's how I know so much and, you know, people are under her, just she's got subordinates and they, uh, one of them just called me looking for a person I was apprenticed under. It just, uh, look, you, <sighs> bad memories coming back. Trust me, I, I know, it's coming back for me too right now and I mean, I, I'm fucked up too right now. We we both, everyone is right now after this. It's it's okay. You don't need, look, I know we don't really know each other that well, but we got to stick together. We've all we've got, Kat. So you can talk to us. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to them, you can talk to me. I'm hurting too right now, real bad. But we don't need to do this alone. <sighs> Not now. Later. Doesn't have to be now. Just. Get your head clear. You okay? I'll be fine. And he's gonna... I Yeah, He if, it, if it's okay, he is gonna hug her. It's okay. As you two do your sort of like awkward bro hug, uh, you see a flash, like a camera flash, from outside the window. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. The paparazzi. As you turn to the window, there are... There's like... 10 drones all crowding to get into this window and to see in with camera flashes and you can see tapping one of them's got a microphone held up like against the glass 
Feedback's going to put his hand right over that microphone and just blow it out with sound. Yeah, that that drone spins backwards, takes out like four of them, but you, and they just kind of fall out of the sky. And then another one comes up to take, take his place with a camera right there at the window. Feedback's just going to look in the, in the camera and just go, no fucking photos, no autographs, piss off. Is there a shade I can close? There is not, for exactly this reason. And he's just going to guide Cat away from the window. Guys, if you get their attention and you, like, act out at them, they're not going to go away. You've seen this happen in the past when there was some sort of, like, team-altering event, like uh, when um, Corona and Eclipse got married, they had something like this. Uh, when the last Eternal Defenders meltdown happened, this is kind of the stuff that uh, brings these cameras out. But you've never obviously been the 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 target of it yeah i'm i'm just sort of like continuing to stay in the living area on the couch trying to be boring and uninteresting rain right yeah it's fair room with no windows i i mean the bathroom i guess cat is gonna go hide in the bathroom okay what about the rest of you Feedback is just going to sit on the couch next to Mystic and just be like, Oh my god, this day. I thought I hated the fascist world. This reality TV bullshit might be more annoying. Where is the dimension device? On Cat. Cat's got it. I will go to Cat then. Uh, So uh, uh, so now accompanying the the tapping of the, the drones, there's actually, you can hear a knock at the the door of the apartment and then a buzzing on the, the admission buzzer. Is it a familiar knock? Possibly. No, you wouldn't have been the target of this person before. Then the, the buzzing is, is kind of insistent and annoying. Yeah, I guess I get up and answer it. The way this works, there's a um, like a video thing, like a, a doorbell video thingy. So when you answer it, you get the screen. Hey, Matthew, what does Cassidy Valentine look like? Cassidy is uh, hovering around like advertised, so about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, uh, keeps her hair very short. So I think her clothing will be a lot more flashy in this dimension. It's going to be a real theme. So lots of the, probably a fair amount of like bright uh, primary colors. She in this dimension also, this is a her her short hair is actually got frosted tips happening, and she's wearing very, very vivid pink lipstick and very neutral eyes to go with this. And so Rain, you you recognize Cassidy Valentine. She is the she's got a reputation for being a hard-hitting reporter for the Rancho Paseo Herald Gazette video magazine. Oh god. Um and she's hi, this uh, am I speaking to a member? Oh, hi. Hi. Um, my agent is out at the moment, so I can't take any interviews. Please come back later. You want to get ahead of this news? I, I don't. I, I mean, come on. Just one little report. I I, I have some information you probably are going to want. I decline to comment. I don't think your agent's going to want you to hear this. Do you want to hear the truth or do you want to let your agent filter it for you? I look, I um do you want to get the information directly or do you want to get what the agency thinks you should need to hear? Give me 10 minutes. 
you still don't like it we can go off the record for five of them fine okay so she uh you buzz the door open and let her in yeah yeah she enters the room she moves in this incredibly it's like if the the team lawyer were sexy that's how she moves appeal plus professionalism and she she comes in looks around ah there are a few more people here than i expected uh, would you like to comment on that who are these individuals cat is gonna peek out upon hearing that voice uh yeah you um this is definitely not what she's like in, in rancho paseo prime but you still it's someone you, you could definitely leverage i can't remember what was her relationship to cat it was part of the respect. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah. She was uh city's biggest celebrity. So not someone personally related to Kat, but someone whose respect she craves. Got it. So she takes out, she has something like a, a brooch on her suit and she touches one of the gems. Okay. Off the record for five minutes. Then I get five minutes on. Deal. You might want to sit down for this. She actually seems like she's considering what she's going to say to a teenager. That she, it's, she's actually got sort of realized what she's about to, to tell him. I'm not going to sit down. Preliminary reports are saying that the rest of your team has been killed by a building collapse. They've confirmed that they, they found the bodies of both Lily and Glass. They have not found Banneret nor dawn yet but based on the degree of damage that was done to the building and the city street underneath it they find it unlikely that anyone could have survived to be honest they were unsure that you had survived the rumors had been that your entire team was killed they're saying right now that this is the 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 work of no known supervillain um but that's not officially broadcast yet because i'm they're probably finding someone they can pin this on so what happens? So they don't know anything. They know that two of them are dead. But they don't know why. A building fell on them, presumably. Okay, that's uncalled for. She sort of does a double take. All right, uh, you're right. That was that was disrespectful. Can you tell me what happened out there? Uh, we saw that you were in a standard battle. There was an explosion. That's all the, the cameras caught. As far as we knew, it was a standard battle. And then there was there was someone else, and we didn't know what was going on, and we wait, were wait, trying wait. to avoid them. Someone but... else? Uh, there was a third party in the uh, third side in this fight? Yeah. Yeah, it... it I, I have no idea what happened. We Banneret told us to just keep focusing on the fight that we were getting paid for, and... And then this third party just, were they, they weren't branded. We would, we would have seen that come up. Did they engage you? No, not, I, I don't think so. She looks around the room uh, and the, the rest of these people. I don't know. I don't know anything. I, I was just there. I don't know anything more than anything that, everyone else has been telling me which is that they don't know anything that's going on she actually seems to have a little bit of a concerned expression on her face and she sort of hey this doesn't sound like your normal interview style you okay no 
Okay. I'm sorry. I I almost died. The reporter light comes back on. Everyone that I know, all of my friends are dead or missing. This isn't supposed to happen. No, it's it's not. This is the biggest breaking news we've had in decades. But she, her, she again, her expression changes. I that's not the right thing to say to you right now. Okay, you know, give me an exclusive on this, and I'll get rid of the reporters for at least a day. Do Do I have prior experience with? Uh, you said that I recognized the reporter. Do I have like? Yeah, you have not. She's she's usually interviews people that are much higher level than you, mm. but she's as good as her word. Mm. Um, she's very ethics and journalism. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Jenny's gonna kill me, but fuck it. I'll I'll make it work with her. Uh, just back me up, and we'll we'll figure out a way. Uh, but I'll I'll clear them out for you. I I can only promise twenty four hours. Uh, after that, they won't listen to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know my number. Call me when this cools down. Okay. No more than forty eight hours. Otherwise, I'll have to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, as soon as I'll reach out to Ms. James. Uh. To, to make this official and get some rest you look looks like you've been through a rough time and then she sort of looks around i'm assuming the deal doesn't stand for the rest of you i don't know who you are who you're signed by but you're welcome to reach out to me um here's my card and she sort of holds out your card to the rest of you, the the group here feedback takes it we uh we we sure will definitely actually call you she raises an eyebrow at you. We totally won't call Julia lit first. I promise. Hey, 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 Quint, Quint, don't speak that name. She starts to, I, Julia lit is a teenage gossip reporter who thinks she's a journalist. That's true. That's very true. I am 100% with you on that assessment of Julia lit. That's multi-universal. While I respect the teenage desire... Okay, I'm not going to talk about this right now. I, I Just call me first if you want to actually be featured on the news, not... And she has more followers on you than on Instagram. Just saying. Hey, Quint, Quint, just saying. stop antagonizing people with Julia Litt. Julia Litt sucks. D- just saying, just saying. Cassidy catches herself. Remember, she's the adult in this situation and um, <laughs> leaves. <laughs> Sorry. We apologize for him. As a unit, we apologize for him. Within about 10 minutes, the drones actually leave away from the windows. Feedback's just going to look at Quint. Don't, why why bring her up? Come on, man. That's a low blow. It's fun. So Quint is going to plop himself onto a couch, like feet up, lying down on a three-segment couch. So it seems to me that this dimension can't really handle real villains. Whatever it is that popped up wasn't part of the plan, wasn't part of this dimension, and I don't think these guys can handle it. Uh, while feedback is distracted, uh, Kat's gonna take Julia up. Uh, God damn it. Uh, Cassidy's card. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna let that happen. I'm not gonna try to stop it. So how do you guys want... I don't want to just stop it right here, but I want to get you feeling toward the end of this session. Quint is trying to get everyone to... At least stick around to try and figure out and fight this uh, voiceless monk guy that I don't know about yet. Um, with the assumption that everyone else will think it's a show and not be prepared for actual violence and stuff like that. 
Okay, so yeah, he's laying down on the couch. The rest of you are all kind of sitting around. I know the Phantom is mostly interested in getting the device to start working on it to figure out a way to make it work better. They don't want to be here. What about Mystic? What's she doing right now? Uh, I think like she's just been like watching all this because she's like not know anything about what's happening. But I'm just going to... I agree with Quint. I think these people need someone else to protect them right now. And I'm okay with sticking around for a little bit longer. Well, it's going to take some time to work on this. If that person comes back, I want a shot at him. That fucker deserves it. So as that sort of hangs in the air from across the room, that uh, the other voice, uh, the the lawyer's voice i'm glad to hear that it looks like we might need to enlist some outside assistance here and she walks the rest of the way into the room and she's gone even more like rigid than she'd been before more business-like she sits down sort of perches on the edge of a chair leans forward with her elbows on her knees who are you and what kind of compensation are you looking for to help us out here anyone want to take this i'm i'm still cat well, first off, we'd like protection from legal action for the near future. She's nodding along. That's standard contract stuff, okay. I Look, how about I get you guys to sign the NDAs? We can work out the, team, the, the details later. I just need your standard non-disclosure, and then I can tell you what's going on, and we can go from there. And she holds out a tablet. Cat will sign. I need to know where you're... I want to... I need to double check something first before I do this. Ma'am. All due respect. Do you give a shit because people got hurt today or do you give a shit because this is affecting your bottom line? In the end, does it matter feedback? She looks straight into his eyes. They killed my people. Good. I'm in. And then she she turns... uh, The two of you? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, Three of you. Okay. Um, Quint, you in? Quint sighs, then sits upright in the couch. I guess I can help out for a little bit. He's the quintessential hero, after all. He is. <laughs> Turns to me. Freeze frame credits. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you? I Like I said, I'll help. Okay, so then gets all of your signatures on the NDA, and then she, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you everything we know, then you're going to get some sleep, and tomorrow you get to meet the boss. We don't have to wear matching outfits, do we? Thanks for listening. In this timeline, Junie, Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at at SpellboundMage. Quintessential Hero, the Delinquent, is played by Eric, who is also our fearless editor. He can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, or as the voice of Silk the Fae in the Shadows of St. Fleur podcast. Phantom, the Nomad, is played by Charlie. So he can be found on Twitter as at Magical underscore Pride, or on Sir Podcast as at Pre-Pod Engage. Cat Hector Slain the Second, the Scion, is played by Matthew. Aaron Feedback Riley, the Reformed, is played by Tom. He can be found on Twitter as at Albion Graves, or on his podcast as at GMM Cast. Rainy Wood Rose Sunrise, the star, is played by M. He can be found on Twitter as at Mech. And I'm Lee, your narrator and dimensional tour guide. I can be found on Twitter as at The Law of Names. 
Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. Let's get wild. No, I'm just kidding. Weird flex. I thought we were for good guys. I'm normally more of a goth goth. Jesus, they usually don't even have sidekicks at that age. Would you stand up for me? I don't date. It's too dangerous. His pants only have two pockets. Two! There are many constants in multiple dimensions. I feel like grocery stores is one of them. I am not the team leader. I, I'm just the, the, the best looking. Do they have other giant animals in here? Not hostile, just honest. You just be lucky that you haven't met yourself. It's a joke, you're allowed to laugh. Not so dull after all.